Gonna be alright on the long, long road. Where we'll end up, I can't say I don't know. The light will shine bright and we'll know which way to go. Good morning, people. Welcome to another beautiful Monday morning at the Linden Lounge. Hopefully you've been with me uh, several times, but if you're new to this, just know that the Linden Lounge is that's just another way of saying my house. I have cooked food and served drinks for so many hundreds of people through the years that somebody ended up coining my house the Linden Lounge and it just stuck and now it's a check-in spot. Anyway, Monday mornings are my time. I love Monday mornings. I just wake up fresh. I'm ready for the week. I'm ready for all the excitement and adventure and new beginnings that a week can bring. And I end up having a lot of things on my mind. So I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee and tell you what's going on today. Be right back. I'm not going to lie, people. I woke up this morning sad. I'm usually super happy on Monday mornings and just crazy with my mind racing. But today, I was just sad. See, my wife and I are empty nesters. Um, that's a good thing for the most part. We raised three kids, three great kids. They're all young adults now in their 20s, and they're doing reasonably well. And we love them so much. And it's pretty cool being an empty nester. I mean, aka naked house. Hello. But if you are an empty nester, you'll know this feeling every once in a while. It just hits you. You just miss your children. You just miss them. You miss the sound of their voice. You miss them irritating you, wanting food and not cleaning the toilet and stuff like that. And I had one of those. I just, I just woke up and I just miss our kids so much. And our youngest, he's in college now. He's in Montana. He's doing really, really well. But I just started thinking about him and how we raised him. And Proverbs 22, 6 came to mind, that Bible verse about train a child up in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And I was thinking about our two oldest kids as well. You know, they did their fair share of mischief and had their fair share of issues and all those things that come with being a teenager. But they are doing well now. And they are, in all three of their own ways, making the world a better place. And I just... I started reflecting this morning on that, that this is a glorious thing, it's a gift, it's wonderful, and that my wife and I, we just taught them lessons. We trained them up in the way they should go. We gave them all that we had to offer, even though it falls short in many aspects. We did the best parenting we can, and I was thinking about one particular instance. Have you ever had that one life lesson that you remember you taught that kid, and you hope that it sticks with them their whole entire life? I'm pretty sure it will. And I'm going to tell you about that one really strong life lesson that I taught our youngest. And of course, the two oldest one heard the story. And, you know, I'm pretty sure it stuck with them as well. But I forgot to take the ribeyes out of the freezer. I'm going to go get those set out and I'll be right back to tell the lesson. So here's the deal. My wife was out of town. She was at a bachelorette party one weekend. Our two oldest had already moved out of the house. You know, they were young adults now. They were gone. So we just had the baby, the little baby, little Sean, little squishy, as my wife still calls him. And he and I were just having some bro time and my wife's gone. And I decided to take him to a bachelor party. He was 12 years old, I think. And that's what good parents do. Uh, and we're just like going to go have some bro time and spend some time with some good quality man of honor men. So I took him to the bachelor party and <clears throat> listen, people, it was not what you think. It was in somebody's backyard. We went over there with these incredibly cool men that you would just want to be around forever. And they were 
just grilling steaks. They were grilling steaks in the backyard. It was a beautiful day, and they were playing bocce ball. And I knew that Sean would have a great time being around these male role models. And he did, and we had fun. Gave hugs, congratulations, hung out, ate some food. Um, and then the boys wanted to teach Sean how to play bocce, and he didn't want to. He said he was, his arm hurt. He said that he hurt his wrist and forearm pretty bad at football practice the day before. Of course, my guys are all manly men, so they had all kinds of advice for him and stuff. And one of my best friends used to be an EMT, and he said, listen, Sean, you got to get your dad to take you home, and he needs to, just needs to wrap it, get some ice, and we'll wrap it, put some ice on it, and maybe give you a little aspirin or ibuprofen and just uh, elevate it, and you'll be fine. And I decided I was going to do that. So I said goodbye, gave our hugs, congrats. Sean got all kinds of high fives and dap from the boys. We came home and I can do one thing really well and that's take care of people. I love to take care of people. It is my jam. If you're sick and not feeling well, you come to the Linden Lounge, man. I will make a pallet on the floor for you or I make you a bed on the sofa. I'll get a TV tray with soup and a 7-Up and Kleenex and pills and I will even let you run the remote control to the television. That's what I do. So I'm excited. I'm going to take Sean home. I'm like, boy, we're going to get you hooked up. You're going to be strong, ready. Uh, Monday morning, football practice, you'll be, you'll be good as new. Come home, and I get all the stuff out, and I say, I'm going to make you a little uh, thing on the bed, and we're just going to, uh, a little bed on the sofa, and we're just going to hang out and watch man movies, man. We'll watch, we'll watch Conan or Braveheart or something cool. So I get the stuff out, get some food ready, and I also go and get the Tiger Balm. Um, I know that this will help generate blood flow. It's what you do when you have like a wound, especially when it's muscle pull or something. So I bring it out and Sean's 12 and he's like, no, that is going to burn. I'm like, Sean, it's not going to burn. It gets rubbed in uh, on your forearm, your wrist. It's not going to burn. Then we're going to wrap it, put some ice on it. It'll be great. And he's like, no, no, I don't want to do it. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. And I'm like, Sean, it's not going to hurt. And I put a little on my arm. And he's like, Rich, you're used to it. That's why it doesn't hurt. You've done it so much. I'm like, Sean, it is not going to hurt. And I took a big dab of it. I'm like, listen, boy, you can literally put this anywhere. And I put my hand down my pants. And I rubbed it all over my pan, my man parts. And I'm like, Sean, you literally can put this on your man parts. And it won't. It was the worst pain I've ever felt in my whole entire life. All of a sudden I jump up and I'm screaming and I'm running around the living room and Sean's eyes are huge and he doesn't know what to do and I'm screaming and tears are coming to my eyes and I do something really bad. I run into the bedroom and I strip down and I turn on the shower to hot water and I get in the shower. Now let me tell you people, uh, Tiger Balm on your balls and hot water, they do not mix. And it just made it worse. And I'm crying and screaming in the shower. Um, I don't know how long I was in there. I have no idea. But I know my wife at some point came home from her little bachelorette party down at the lake. And she walked in and Sean was sitting on the sofa watching TV. And she said, hi, Sean. Hi, Mom. So where's Rich? Oh, he's in the shower. His balls are on fire. And then he went back to watching TV. And I just remember my wife walking in and finding me uh, 
on the floor of our shower with the water still on in the fetal position sobbing and whimpering and not gonna lie it was a little embarrassing but I was in too much pain and I remember her looking in the shower and saying what did you do and I kind of told her through whimpers and sobs and I rolled over on my back and I remember just you know opening up my legs I'm like honey is it bad and she looked she goes whoa uh yeah those babies are big as beets and red and she shook her head and she walked out of the bathroom I'm going to tell you, I'm pretty sure I taught our son a life lesson. And that's what parenting is about. You got to teach him lessons. I'm pretty sure to this day, even though he's in college at Montana State and he's snowboarding, he's living the greatest life and he's loving things, that he probably to this day still has never used Tiger Bomb, which is really sad because Tiger Bomb is great and has a lot of different uh, great qualities that can help you heal. But Life lessons, people. Train a child up in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. He or she. So just do the best you can as parents. Teach them these lessons. I know that not only did he learn that lesson, but he told his brother and sister, and I'm pretty sure they told all their friends about the day that I applied a liberal amount of Tiger Balm to my man parts. And that's life, man. That's life. I would love to hear your life lesson stories that you've taught your kids. If you have a good one, man, I could use all the advice I can possibly get. So find me on Twitter at RichiePoo1985 or on Instagram as Linden.Rich or Facebook or just look up my website, thelindenevents.com. Shoot me a note. Share your story. Let's keep growing as parents and as people. I'm going to give out my day. I hope you have a blessed week and a safe week. Until next time.